Hello, and welcome to Swallows on the Wire, a podcast where I explore slowing down and taking time to really notice the nature that is all around us. I invite you to join me as I delve into the fascinating joys of the natural world and all it gives us if we stop for a moment and pay witness to its wonders. In this episode, I take a look at the small wild in my weekly diary from the 11th to the 17th of October 2021. Monday the 11th of October. Nowton Park, Bury St Edmunds. A place curated with trees from all over the world. Over 100 species brought together and all beginning to reveal the colours of autumn. Mum, sister one of four, two dogs and I. We walk in bright sun, but it is cold. Weather of sunglasses, coats and scarves. It is a different kind of nature watching when you are constantly on the move. The eye is drawn to the big and the bold, the things that show off and call out to be seen. A display of various toadstools, one in the beginnings of decrepitude, has slipped its crown down over its own stalk. In brown bark that smells earthy and warm, orange fungi showcase. A magpie sits warming itself on the path in front. Among the foliage, a folly, complete with an old font, moved there years before from a church. Now it is full of moss and leaves, with ivy creeping up its base of grey stone. From under canopy, we emerge into wide open spaces where stands of wildflower are now spent and dried, beautiful in their delicate, crisp desiccation. The sun shines through leaves, lighting up greens, almost translucent. It is a park of dogs, 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 more dogs than humans walking them, perhaps. A crow picks moss from the roof tiles of the cafe before standing in silhouette on the apex against the blue. It turns one way, then the other. A weather vane. Tuesday the 12th of October. It is cold. A charcoal grey feather, edged with white, lies wet on the lawn. There has been an unscheduled rainfall. Crickets cheer up in the undergrowth, shielded, unseen. A few cat's ear flowers spark the grass with yellow. The tall fir, coveted by blackbird and robin as the best singing post, has just one lone cone hanging from its branches. The pond is a tangled mass of watermint roots. A garden spider sits in the absolute centre of its web, proudly guarding over a meal, wrapped and secured for later. The thrush continues to leave broken snail shells about the garden. Bedraggled purple toad flax looks far past its best. Crimson on brown, autumn leaves on earth. The brown, dried teasel heads have hundreds of tiny pockets in each of which seeds snuggle, 
a favourite of the goldfinch. More tomatoes are ripe and ready. The snapdragons still come with velvet mouths. I stand under the cotoneaster and listen to delicate lilting birdsong as dark and brooding clouds roll in. The rain comes. Wednesday the 13th of October This morning came with a near frost. Bright blue sky but cold. There is a lot of corvid action in the field at the back. Perhaps it is the disturbance of soil by a tractor, busy late into the night. Turn, plant, reveal. Food to be plundered. Many of the great black birds fly over with full beaks. It seems everywhere I look there is a robin. Whether it is the same one or not, I do not yet know. It is surprising how well you get to know them after a while. At midday, the sun is hot, but the instant it goes in, the temperature plummets. A red admiral lands on the pyracantha. It feels late for butterflies, but they are about still. A bee heads into Hawthorne, drawn there by bright red berries. I pick old pods of French beans. They hang brown and yellow, the outer casings sallow and crumpled. When fully dry, I will remove the beans from within and store them for planting next year. The cycle continues. Thursday, the 14th of October. From the top deck of a bus, the journey is fields until town. Autumn and early winter is a time of busyness in the fields, more so than summer, I feel. Reaping, ploughing, the turn and churn, sowing, rooks, crows and gulls, feasting. Tractors work, chewing the earth. Pigeons are the town and city birds. The bus passes a tall, climbing, rambling old gnarled apple tree. At the very tops of spindle branches, the most enormous apples hang precariously. Back in the garden, daylilies burst their swollen green pods with bright orange seeds. Deep purple berberus returns with a vengeance. The new spikes are soft while young. They harden and sharpen with age. A blackbird shouts a startled cry. Gulls fly iconic shapes against shifting clouds, silhouettes. They come twenty, thirty, forty at a time, hundreds of them in wave after wave against rippling marshmallow sky. In long-drawn-out V-shapes, they come. In ones and twos, they come still. Then another wave breaks. Aerial bodies roll the sky. Friday the 15th of October. My nature watching today has been from a distance and by proxy. I am unwell and in bed. Through my window the sky is bright, mid-blue. Huge clouds appear to be more substantial than they ought. 
like cardboard cutouts standing too close in the foreground. I watch as they lazily collide and change shape, creating images of tangible things. They do so liminally, imperceptibly almost. A wisp pulls a little further out. A full edge flattens so slowly you don't notice the disintegration of a giant koi carp swimming in the sky. A continual metamorphosis. The tall thin branches of the neighbour's silver birch fill the small window. They are bathed in light and full of sparrows. I notice that I have double the tree as it appears reflected in a mirror. I scroll my cache of photos and videos that I take relentlessly outside. They are hoarded for this very reason, the days I can't go out. With this magic, I can revisit summer, dip into our pond, hear the rustling of leaves in trees, a time machine through gardens, woods and walks. Then there is my hedgewitch bowl, beautiful, wood turned, a present from my mum. Within it I keep the treasures I pick from my walks, feathers from pheasant, partridge, guinea fowl and the black birds. There are pine and fir cones, stone smooth or jagged flint, the white skulls of bird and mammal, leaves dried in beautiful patterns, the smoke bush with a skeletal yellow spine on red, acorns, conkers and fossils. In the soft, dying light of the day, the clouds are the colour of a wood pigeon's breast, soft grey, blushed with pink. Saturday the 16th of October. A long straight vapour trail from a plane far above splits the blue sky. The sturdy triangular shapes of starlings swoop. Fellows of them sit on the roof and click, squeak, bubble and chatter. Half the leaves on the sunflowers are now brown lace. Ivy flowers host bees and late butterflies. The clouds are ripples of cotton wool, soft and backlit with pale gold. It is mid-October and new flowers come still. Petunia, Busy Lizzie, Nasturtium, Cranesbill. Today I have inhaled the warm scent of autumn from piles of leaves kicked and crunched. Rust and russet are the season's current cloak of colours. A brave blue tit flies its lilting loops to the feeder, despite me being close by. Such small and fragile birds. Sparrows fill the hedge and escalonia waiting for me to leave. They flit and flap and fly in low over my head in groups of six, seven, eight. I'm struck again at the variation of their patterns and colouring. Soft and pale, dark and striped, grey, black, brown, bolshy and beautiful. The crocosmia, though no longer in flower, are beautiful and elegant with strings of orange beads like party decorations. I stand in the gentleness of birdsong, 
and bathe in the golden hour. Sunday the 17th of October. It has become mild again, certainly for the time of year. Late afternoon brings the scent of bonfire on the slight breeze. I wander to the bench at the bottom of the garden after work. The long-tailed tits have returned. At first I hear them, a quick tee-hee-hee repeated. They are flitting the branches of a hawthorn and I catch glimpses of them through the gaps in leaves. A bumblebee buzzes about snapdragons and salvia. This shrub, with its small white and red flowers, is spilling over the border and onto the lawn. The fine, light rain this morning has left puddles on the benches. The remnants of jasmine smell subdued now it is not in its prime. I rattle and shake dried heads of aquilegia over new earth. I hope the seeds scatter will provide more of the beautiful bonnets in years to come. It has become a regularity that at around five each evening, swathes of gulls fly north to south from field over our house and beyond. In silence, huge wings, strong. Wave after wave they glide and soar, shimmering shapes against evening. There is a peace to their flight, drifting on the fade. Thank you for listening to Swallows on the Wire. You can follow Swallows on the Wire on Instagram at Swallows on the Wire or follow more of my works by visiting my website jenny-may.com.